I'm your host, Courtly. And I'm Lizzie. Welcome to our podcast. Or something like that. Where did you come from? Where did you Where did you come from? Whichever dog is licking themselves in the corner, stop. Thank you. Yeah, let's just stop that before we get started because that. We don't want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that in person. Why would you want to hear it in the background of a podcast? Especially yeah. with us two idiots already. That's too much. It is too much. Way too much. I would. Yeah. I would not listen anymore. Heck no. I'm hoping that my voice sounds louder this go round. I'm just going to obsessively Snapchat you the entire time we're recording. So we can. Can you hear every time that my phone buzzes? No. Okay, good. Well, it's probably because I'm holding my phone. It's not set down anywhere, so. Correct. That was awesome. I need another ice cream. I'll be right back. Are you going to go first or am I going to go first? Um, I think... Uh, I don't know. Because we already recorded my Avril Lavigne. Yeah, I'll go then. And then if you have another one, you can go. We'll, We'll take turns. Okay, I do have another one. It's short and sweet. Mine are short and sweet rapid fires. Okay, good. All right. One of us is eating ice cream and the other one is drinking a whiskey and Coke. And that's because that's the difference between someone who is a mother and someone who (laughs) is an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Quit walking. Just come on over. I'll babysit you, too. Thank you. I need a babysitter, quite frankly. I don't know how to take care of myself. Can you hear that? I can. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? (laughs) 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 I need to watch that movie. We watched it the other day. So good. It is so good. It it it's a classic. It really hits the spot. It does. Jim Carrey. There's something about just like it's like not even the script. Like you could give Jim Carrey the most boring script ever, but yeah. he is such a wacky person because all of his comedy is like physical almost. It and is with his and with like the inflection of his voice and his facial expressions, and so it's just like. He can master, I feel like Jim Carrey can master hilarity out of nothing. You could have anything. Can you lay down and quit shaking your tags everywhere, you hussy? (laughs) Go lay down. Thank you. No, don't look at me like that, you hillbilly. Get out of here. I'll put you inside. Outside. We're inside. Um, (laughs) No, I just feel like Jim Carrey um, is everything. Have you seen, like, a recent interview with him? He's weird. Very weird. And I'm like, is this a... Is this a character? Is he about to be like, haha, got y'all? Or is this... No, I have... So I... That's the thing. In movies, I feel like Jim Carrey's great. And I love him. But I feel like I would actually hate him in real person. In real person. <laughs> mm-hmm. In real life. 
I would hate him. Yeah. He's so weird. So weird. I saw, have you ever seen the show Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I like, the first episode ever is with Jim Carrey, and he, like, climbs over his wall, the wall in his garden, instead of going through the gate, which is funny. That's genuinely, that's hilarious. Yeah. But he was talking about some weird mm-hmm. weirdness. He was. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just a time. But I feel like all comedic geniuses are mentally ill. Yeah, that's... And here I, we are. I can identify. <laughs> <laughs> I at least have the mentally ill part. I don't know if I'm a comedic genius. <laughs> I only qualify for one of those two things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll leave the the other thing up for somebody to tell me. Anyway, you want to hear about that time I stayed in the nut house? Just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that's for another time. <laughs> that's when this podcast has some some more legs underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> when I feel um. When I feel validated by our listeners that I'm not a total loon, then I'll tell that story. When we have more than, like, five followers on our Instagram and we've interacted with some of y'all a little bit more, (laughs) then we'll tell the nut house story. That one time when I almost jumped out of the car and then I had to go to the nut house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's it's only funny because we're fine now. It's, yeah. um, You know, I'm going to be honest. People are like, oh, humor is a coping mechanism. You're so unhealthy. How it is. Through, how do you get through life without laughing at yourself? They don't. They get depressed and they lay in bed. I would rather laugh than be depressed. I would literally, like, if I don't laugh at the stuff happening in my life, I'm going to be honest. I think that's the only thing that keeps me from, like, burying myself in a hole in the desert. Same. Because my life is so much worse than I thought it was going to be. And I have a pretty good life. I just see like, oh, I think I sent you that No, no, it's just the expectations are disappointing. Yes, yes. What I had expected um, is not happening at all. It's actually like what I feared would happen is happening. And it's fine. I I enjoy my life. But Yeah, day to day, you're good. Don't worry, guys. I'm fine. But just when I sit back and think like this was not in my five-year plan. This was yeah. not in my one-year plan. Right. This wasn't in my six-month plan. This shit's off the rails. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I sit back and I think, and I'm like, I made one decision in college, and if I hadn't have made that decision, I would probably be in my third year of vet school, but instead I'm living in my grandparents' house and I'm unemployed with a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And next month you'll be living in my house. Whoop whoop. <laughs> I'm just bouncing around to everybody who will let me live with them. Couch surfing the family. Yeah, I just I'm literally like a 24 year old parasite on everybody in my family. Just I'm like, oh, you'll let me live with you. Let me just suck the life out of it so much so that you hate me and you never want to see me again. And I just but I know where everything is in the fridge. So I'm going to come in and I'm going to be like, yeah, this was my home. Yeah, you don't have to cook for me. I know where it is. This is my turf, baby. Yeah. Yeah. See, Lizzie, I'll let you be my parasite. I'll give you a front row seat on my butt cheek. Thank you. I really appreciate that. The juiciest part. That's the nicest things anybody has ever said to me. I try. Yeah. See, you really care about me because nobody else has said that to me. I laid awake all night thinking about how I could compliment you. The best you'd ever had. 
And that's what I came up with. And then I delivered it today. So, Well, you freaking succeeded. I put a lot of thought and effort into it. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to tell Mimi when I give her my macaroni art for Christmas. (laughs) Here, love you. Put a lot of thought thought and effort into it. Got hungry on the trip here and ate half of it. And (laughs) she would still love it. She would. And then it would sit in a drawer for a year. And then she would do her, like cleaning out that she does when she doesn't want us to have to clean stuff out when she dies yeah even exactly. though she's so far from death it's ridiculous yeah yeah and she'll Can I be there and she'll like... be like i guess courtly gave this to me when she was five toss yeah. <laughs> no mimi that was last year see the funny thing is about that is she's like i want to clean out all my valuable possessions and throw them in the garbage so my kids don't and grandkids don't have to go through them when i die but there's like mayonnaise in their fridge that expired in like 76 i know it's their fridge expired in 76 that thing it's older than we are i can almost guarantee listen i've pulled that thing out because something broke in the back or the water line came disconnected don't tell me and the manufacture date on that thing is like i think it was like 76 yeah it was 76 or 78. And I was like, how is this machine still working? It's almost as old as our parents. Yeah. That's. Just, yeah. That's, hey, they don't make them like they used to. And Papa was like, yeah, it was here when we moved in. I'm like, what? Why? They what? literally built the house around the refrigerator. Yeah. The refrigerator was here first. Yeah. <laughs> this house is just a home for it. Yeah, and we're the caretakers. But that thing freaking works good, and it's really cold. It never freezes up. No, it's it's a good refrigerator. I just yeah, it's so freaking old. Besides the door that flies open because it doesn't have a stopper anymore, and it runs into the it slams into the counter. Yeah, and you think that everything's gonna break and it's gonna fall off, and your entire scary. life is gonna be on the kitchen floor. But it's only at night when everyone's sleeping. Yeah, you have this moment of panic where you're like, what am I going to tell them when they walk in? And I'm like scrambling on the kitchen floor (laughs) trying to wipe everything up and make it look like nothing happened. because I'm. Did I just break their firstborn? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically, that's what it feels like. It does. It does. Anyway. You want to hear this perm story? Uh, yeah, I knew we were going somewhere. I was like, we're mumbling on. And then I was like, wait a minute. I just, you know, I don't want to be too scripted here, but I did promise you. So for all our listeners, Courtly and I talk on the phone for like at least 30 minutes to an hour before we actually record. (laughs) We we prep a little. By prepping, we just talk about each other's days. So (laughs) y'all. Yes. It's whatever. It's fine. So my mom... Uh, this happened, I guess, this happened in 20, it was between my sophomore and junior year of college, and I went to college in 2016, hang on guys, let me do the math, so it was 2018, summer of 2018, wow, okay. that feels so long ago, but it really wasn't. You always have a, a direct year tacked down, and like literally from the time I turned 14 until like... 19 i have no idea what those years were well you know i don't know what it is if you i here's the thing is like through college i can pretty much peg which year, a year. Just because of grade okay. 
post-college, yeah. the past two years are all the same to me. No time. Same. It's just, it's, time isn't linear after college. It's circular in yeah. my brain. And so it's like this all happened at the same time. Yeah. Like when I say something happened yesterday, it was probably two years ago. Exactly. That's basically how it feels. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, so this happened and I had, this is like literally the dumbest thing, dumbest Lizzie Barber thing ever. I had dated this guy for like, well, I mean, we talked for like a solid month before we actually made it official, maybe even more than that. Anyways, but we only dated for a month and he broke up with me and it was the most embarrassing breakup ever. I I think I told you about it the other day where it was in the back of a coffee shop and it was super echoey and like everybody was like listening and I was so embarrassed that I was crying, but I didn't really care that he was breaking up with me. I was just embarrassed and he thought it was because he was breaking up with me. Anyways, I was low key upset by that because I was like, I can't believe he broke up with me like (laughs) in public. I was that? like, I was thinking of breaking up with him and he beat me to it, which like low key, I'm as someone who's not confrontational, that's a godsend. But also, I was like, dang it, like he beat me to the punch, which is also an immature thing to think, but you know, I'm not like that anymore. I might be. And that's okay. Have a little spice in there, you know? Spice life. Spicy. And um anyways. I was like a little bit upset and there was just a lot of stuff happening in my life that was like flip turning upside down and I was just stressed out and I didn't know what was going on, which is my entire life story. But this was before I knew how to handle all of that. Like now I know how to work through those emotions a little bit better. Back then I didn't. And I was like, you know what? Now would be a perfect time. I've always wanted wavy or like loosely curly hair. Why don't I get a perm? And I went home, I went from, I was working as a, um, as like a summer RA in one of the dorms on campus. And I went home to Colorado and I told my mom this, I was like, I want to perm my hair. And she was like, okay, well we can, I'll look around for prices and stuff. And my family, (laughs) there's one thing that you should know about my, my barber side is um we cut corners on cost where we can Uh, yeah and every every even if we don't have to we're like what's the cheapest option here because right we're we're hillbillies it's not even like there's some things we go all out for that's besides the point um i was like what if i permed your hair and i was like a little i was like "Mm, i don't know about that mom and then I, she was like, well, you know, my mom, my, she, my grandma, um, permed my hair all the time, like growing up, like I know how to do it, you know, whatever. Cause you know, my mom was in high school in the eighties. So permed right. hair was yes. what you did. The and, thing. It was, and it was glorious. Like if you saw my mom, I, did you just send me a link to fart and go seek game? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I don't okay. know. But, um, my mom was like, I can probably perm your hair and it'll be cheaper. We'll just go get perm from Sally Beauty Supply. And I was like, this was, I kid you not, this was the thought that came across my mind when she said that. It wasn't, hell no, mom. It was, 
this will either be really funny or it will work out and I'm fine with either I'm fine with either way first red flag (laughs) yeah because I was like at this point where I was like if it's terrible and it fails and it's funny like it's just hair it'll be fine right (laughs) and what I didn't know was how badly this could fail um (laughs) so we get all of the perming stuff and we're sitting in the kitchen and my mom starts just you know you're supposed to put like this cotton thing around like your scalp so it can't run down your face and like yeah all of that stuff well my mom read put it around like the collar of your shirt so Like, how does that help? Common (laughs) sense could have told you otherwise. We'll burn your face off, but not the rest of your body. I didn't know what was happening. I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. She knows what she's doing. (laughs) So she just starts squirting chemicals on, okay? She's, like, doing the little mix. She's squirting chemicals on. It's, like, you know, kind of, you know, going into my eyes and into my ears (laughs) and, like, burning. And I'm like, Mom, this hurts really bad. And that's when we realized the con thing we fix the cotton thing so then it's around my scalp and not around my neck and I just have chemicals in all my orifices at that point and and then she gets like halfway through this bottle of the first chemical you put in and she goes wait a second this is the last one (laughs) I literally was like are you kidding me right now you're like, huh, this is a great start. Well, I'm sure this will be fine. And she just mixes up the first one, gets it all in there. And then, of course, like the last one, we've used half of it. So she's like, well, what ingredients are in here that we have in the house? So no. That we can no. Make potion. <laughs> finish, off, finish it off. <laughs> and so we find like three out of the like six or seven chemicals that are all in there and we mix Lizzie. it up and we just squirt it in my hair. I'm like, I don't even care at this point. Just, this is already a disaster. <laughs> and it smelled so bad. Like, it smelled it smelled like butt. And I'm sitting there with a grocery sack over my head while it like does its thing. <laughs> there, there are pictures. I need to send you some of these pictures yeah, and, like, I need Snapchat memories. They're so ghetto. And I'm sitting there and, you know, the time goes by and I'm like, like, there are burns, chemical burns all around my scalp and like on the inside of my ears. Oh, God. Yeah, it was bad. And, um, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. This is a terrible experience. And this was when I was like, this is probably going to end up bad. Like, I already knew it was probably going to be bad. But so that it took was... you this long to come to that conclusion. But I was still was, hey, if there's one thing about me is that I'm going to hope for the best until it's like 90% bad. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, totally. I get that. You know, whatever. And so I had just been hoping that by some miracle it would be okay. And I'm like sitting out and looking at myself and there's this grocery sack on the top of my head. And I'm like, there's no way that this has a good ending. And no. so we, you know, rinse my hair out, whatever. And it's like wavy. It it looks like I had, it was not the look I was going for. So it was like I had just taken my hair out of like French braids or something. 
Yeah. That's what it looked like, which isn't necessarily bad, but I wanted kind of like a looser thing going. So there's that. It also, I have a cowlick on my, on right, like on my hairline, on the front of my head. That's a swirl. And it wrecked. The perm did not do anything for that cowlick. It was bad. Like, if you see pictures of my hair from, like, 2018, like, July through December of 2018 and a little bit into 2019, like, don't say anything. Because, one, I didn't know how to work the cowlick yet. I had no idea. And, two, the perm, like, worked so badly with the cowlick. So, my hair part was, like, constantly out of whack. My it's a miracle you even fried. had hair left. My hair was fried. Like, it was dry. It was frizzy. We, like, I went and got a deep condition at a hair salon afterwards so that it could kind of, like, have some life. And that helped a little bit. But, like, I also didn't know, like, how to take care of hair post-perm. I didn't think Gathering. <laughs> we were gathering chemicals from around the house. <laughs> That's never good. That's not it's, a good sign. Currently, it's not. And we still kept going because it was one of those things where I was like, well, half my head is so soaked in chemicals. We can't just. Can't stop now. No, it was the point of no return. And yeah, it was bad. And it didn't even look good. And I didn't know how to like style it after that either because I didn't think like it would be any different. I just thought that it would do its thing and it did not. Yes. And so it was like it was nasty. I'll send a hang on. Like, Let me just see if I can... No, I'm looking back at Facebook right now. How did I miss this period? Dude, I don't know. Hang on, let me go back what to you... Let me go back to my Snapchat memories because there's some nasty looking here. What did what are you doing with your life, Lizzie? I think it's safe to say that I am just genuinely one of the most unhinged people, but it's like you don't recognize it. Well, probably because I'm also unhinged. Like, <sighs> gosh, what is wrong with me? I look back at some of my Snapchat memories and I'm like, I am a freaking weird. But they make me laugh. So I, can, it's okay. I can agree with that. Yeah, I'm going to send you. This is a picture from when I got the deep condition. Oh, I see it. I, I see think it. it's probably one of the funniest things I've ever done. Lizzie, I'm looking at these pictures on Facebook. I'm sending oh, you no. I'm sending you another Snapchat memory. Okay, on Snap. Mhm. Dude, I'm sending I'm sending you it's so bad, Portly, it's so bad. I almost I'm looking at the Post Malone, Lizzie. <laughs> Post Malone Lizzie was probably my most powerful form. I think we need to post these on on our Instagram. Please. Please. Okay, let me go over to Snippity Snap. I'm sending you so many, it's ridiculous. Oh god. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your mom should not be a hairstylist. 
<laughs> no, her last name might be Barber, but it's not her. I look name. like a snake charmer. <laughs> She's so violently rubbing it into your hair. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to put the curlers in and then spray the chemicals on. We did. That was after she had taken it all out. Okay. <laughs> so bad. We're going to have to post some of these to our Instagram story. <laughs> I just put my foot down on the ground and it hit something and that something moved and it scared me and it was Patterson. <laughs> Lizzie. Did I tell you about me almost stomping someone's poodle the other day? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. No. Dude, so we were in the Walmart and I was pushing Casey in the little stroller and out of nowhere, we're like walking past this aisle and this tiny little poodle runs around the corner right next to my foot and I started like I went to kick, and then I went to stomp, and I was like, what is this thing? <laughs> and I was just doing this weird little, like, foot stutter on the ground. Because <laughs> I was like, is this a giant rat? Yeah. Or, or I mean, a small, you know, like, what is, or is it a roach? Do I need to kick it? Yeah, or do I need a... to stomp it? Because it's, like, you, you're walking through the freaking grocery store. You don't expect something to, like, run out at you. Especially not a dog. It had Gap pajamas on. Shut up. I shit you not. I should take a picture because nobody's going to believe me. No, that's hilarious. A little it roach was... with, with Gap PJs. Could you imagine that? Dude, I was like, do I... I was literally, like, scared. I would... <laughs> I wish I was there to see that. It was so bad. That's hilarious. I'm taking my watch off because it's bothering me. I'm sweating my butt off in here in this house we should get down to business we should this is our halloween episode everybody we should leave the jibber jabber in because it's our halloween episode and we need to make it like more fun fun. yeah okay here we go okay yeah i did i did the boring side of the halloween um taking one for the team so it I kind of just started with the history a little bit. Um, so Halloween is originates from Catholicism. Mm. The Catholics? That's what I read online. A three-day holiday honoring the saints and recently deceased. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Seventh. So uh, during the seventh century, Christianity spread through the Celtic land and influenced Celtic religion and popular traditions, including the famous Samhain. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Holiday. Um, so it's believed that the church attempted to replace the Celtic festival of the dead with a related church sanctioned holiday. Okay. So let's take it and spin it because, you know, it's not what we want it to be. 
Spin it. Um, hey, if there's one thing that the church is good at, it's spinning other people's holidays. Yeah, anyway. So that's basically all the like history I read on it. Because okay, you know, everybody kind of hears that all the time. Mm-hmm. Here's some fun facts about Halloween, though, in the United States. Um, mm-hmm. One quarter of all candy sold annually is purchased for Halloween. Holy smokes. Yeah. A full quarter. That's a lot. Wow, That's that is a lot. When That's you think lot. about it, like 12 months and one month, like two weeks probably. Yeah. Leading up to Halloween. Yeah, there's. I have more on this later. But um, trick-or-treating has existed since medieval times. Oh. And back then it was known as goosing in Scotland and Ireland. Oh, yeah i'm going goosing mom with my friends so back then they also went door to door obviously but they would trick-or-treat for um food or money in exchange um the tricks they would give out for this um gift were songs poems and other tricks they performed so not TPing people's houses and egging them. No, not at all. It was a fun little talent show. Yeah. Freaking American kids. Yeah. Hey, Americans. America. America has a problem. To the little freaking dweeb that egged my house at the freaking on the 2nd of October. Could you not have at least waited until close to Halloween? Yeah. If you're if you live in arkansas and your child is running rampant through the streets egging people's houses yeah we're not get your, your little shat <laughs> get them get them off the street put them back in school you know what kids can't do drugs if they have a tool in each hand that's, that's a direct, right that's a direct quote from hank hill that's right well hank hill is right he is hank hill is always right isn't that the plot of holes basically what the movie? You know, yeah. Hank Hill? Wait. No, what? no, 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 no. That kids oh. can't get into trouble if they have tools in their hands. Yes, it is. I that's the that's the best movie ever. Yeah. Um I love so that movie. this one's for you, Lizzie. No oh, no. Um, Halloween rituals used to involve finding a husband. <laughs> Now's my time. Yeah, it is. Um, women used to throw apple peels over their shoulder, hoping to see their future husband's initials in the pattern when they landed. Oh, hang on. Let me just go do that really quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they would bob apples at parties, the winner would supposedly be married first. Interesting. Well, yeah. I've never won bobbing apple. Actually, I haven't bobbed apples in so long. I don't think I've ever bobbed apples. It's kind of disgusting. I think I did it. It was like in elementary school. They would like put apples in a tub. Yeah. I think that was like the last time I ever bobbed for apples. But I really, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't want to be sharing backwash and spit with that many people. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even like doing that with myself, quite honestly. Uh-uh. It's probably why I'm still single. I mean, you know, that might be. We won't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Um, They would also stand in a dark room holding a candle in front of a mirror uh, looking for their future husband's face to appear. 
in the mirror. <laughs> Desperate. So. Wow. Special. They really wanted to get locked up. I they guess did. That was before that was before people were like, you can be single and still be a valuable um, person. No, yeah, you have no value back then without a man. I mean, we we still sometimes feel that way, but yeah, definitely. But you know, it's better now. It's fine. Um, so also another fun fact about the United Halloween in the United States, um, it's the second largest commercial holiday in the country. Oh. Um, Christmas is first. Okay, that makes sense. Well, everybody likes receiving gifts. Pe- uh, gifts. Consumers spend around $9 billion on Halloween. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's $92 per person. Are you serious? Yeah. Hey, and you know how many of those dollars come from me every year? Zero. Wow. I just, I'm just here for the free candy, yo. Yeah. It's all the people that put, like, whole Halloween scenes in their front yard. Yes, which I greatly appreciate. Keep doing that. Yeah. Because it saves me money. I literally, I was running in a neighborhood, and I haven't done it since then, because it, it I was like, I can't keep freaking out like this. And someone <laughs> had, like these little zombie children in their yard and at first like out of the corner of my eye I was across the street out of the corner of my eye I thought it was a real child and I literally jumped and veered (laughs) and then I was like oh my gosh it's a dummy and Goose was like Goose was like kind of posting up a little bit to him and I was like yeah that's right you bark you bark at those creepy zombie children Goose beat them up yeah you were like tear them up man Mm -hmm. and you were just screaming and scared and i was like oh my so um the jack-o'-lantern came from the irish of course it did and here's the story oh. an irish man named stingy jack <laughs> what a name that's what they called me in high school no lizzie nobody <sighs> it's funny because i was homeschooled <laughs> who called you that your mom I did every morning. Every morning in the mirror. So Lizzie, this you're... character. Sorry, go. <laughs> I'm not gonna pursue the bit anymore. Let's not. Let's just let's Shut just let me it down, lie. Please. Let's let, me... let it lie. Take me out back, okay? Stingy Jack tricked the devil and therefore was not allowed into heaven or hell. Oh. So he spent his days roaming the earth carrying a lantern. And that's where we got the term Jack. It says Jack of the Lantern, but it's Jack-o'-lantern. Because it's Irish, so they don't say of the, they say oh. Yeah. Jack-o'-lantern. I have a funny joke to tell you. How did they get to the pumpkins then? You know, you know, Lizzie, let's just stop asking dumb questions, okay? Okay, okay, hey, hey, my mouth is shut. Crap. (laughs) Do you know how to fix a broken Jack-o'-lantern? No. Use a pumpkin patch. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> it was. It was. Um Jack-o-lan- Jack-o'-lanterns. Um you s- okay, here's an answer to your question. Okay. I knew I had this in here somewhere, but I can't oh. remember. Um it doesn't say why. 
why we carve them into things, but they used to be carved in uh, out of turnips, potatoes, and beets. Turnips? Yeah. Once Halloween came to America, people started using pumpkins instead. That's right. That's right. That's because that makes more sense. It does. Who wants to say, Mom, let's go to the turnip patch? Yeah, nobody says that. Never. Nobody says that. There's no. also a traditious, traditious, <laughs> traditional. Traditious. That's going to be a new word. <laughs> um, Ireland has a traditional Halloween bread called barmbrack or just brack. Of course. It's a sweet loaf and it typically Ooh. has dark and golden raisins. Oh. Yeah. They're so golden raisins? Um, yes, duh. Are those you live under green, a rock? Are those just the green grapes turned into raisins? I think so. Okay. Kind of like the white grape juice. Right. White. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. What are golden raisins? Um, Illinois produces up to five times more pumpkins than other states. Oh, snap. Yeah. Dang, Illinois. Yeah. Illinois. Um, annually, they typically grow more than 500 million pounds of pumpkins. 500 million pounds? Yeah, annually. That is so many. That's a lot of pumpkins. Have you seen the guy? Did you see the guy on TikTok that was growing really big pumpkins? Yes. Like 500 or 600 or however many pounds. Like you could live in them. Yeah. So I guess if you have a bunch of those 500 whatever is a little bit more doable. But that's still insane. It is. It is. I never would have guessed that. Once upon a time... Like, after Halloween and stuff, my pumpkin was rotted, and so I took it to the back of our property and just chunked it. And literally, like, a few months later, I was like, what is that back there? And it was a whole pumpkin vine with, like, pumpkins on it. Oh, snap. And I was like, what? Your green thumb. I literally just threw it and left it, and it sprouted. I love it. Yeah, so um, candy corn, America's favorite candy, not. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hate candy corn. It tastes like candle wax. I love candy corn. <laughs> I can't eat a lot of it all at the same time, but I like it. Okay, well, it must be a left-hand okay, thing. Well, you know what? We don't like... We have differing opinions on oatmeal, too, so I don't want to hear it. Okay, yeah, let's just leave it. Let's just move on. Yeah. Um, anyway, so candy corn used to be called chicken feed. That's funny. And the recipe is just about the same as it was in the 1880s. That's a long time. Hey, Lizzie, do you know what the most popular kid costumes are in America? Um superheroes yeah <laughs> princesses and superheroes which is super lame yeah one Get year I was creative a creative kids dress up as post malone like me one year i was a whoopee cushion that's hilarious 
and That's one year i was a zombie there you go i was an old man in fifth grade i was a whoopee cushion in fifth grade please <gasps> That's like a partner. That's like a partner costume. We got it going on, man. Mm-hmm. Real sexy. We are. Yeah, that's our vibe. We are. Mm-hmm. What's Lizzie? Tell me what the top Halloween candy is. Candy corn. Um, negative. Wait. Gosh. Hang on. Is it Kit Kats? Yeah. <sighs> Did I guess it right? It's Skittles. Oh, what? Yeah. Taste the rainbow. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, same. Um, so listen to this. Bullshit. Okay. A city in Canada banned teens over 16 from trick-or-treating. What? They faced fees up to $200. How does how is it that that's bad? Bathurst, Canada. Bathurst? What were the 16-year-olds and up doing trick-or-treating that was so terrible? God. They also... They could be doing drugs. Even the kids under 16 weren't allowed out after 8 p.m. on Halloween. What a freaking buzzkill. What? Yeah. Is it an old person town? It... That feels like an old person town. It does stupid get off my lawn yeah man i go to bed at eight o'clock not our grandparents but not our grandparents our grandparents party hard until the wee morning hours they out party me harry houdini died on halloween in 1926 did he plan that um no well you know so you never know with houdini (laughs) listen to this um, his cause of death was a ruptured appendix. Okay. Um. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> some say a band of angry spiritualists poisoned him. Hmm. And the other speculation is that it was a student punching him in the stomach with his permission that caused his appendix to burst. So that's those are both very interesting. Yeah. But there's no like does anybody be does anybody be like <laughs> that's what I was about to say. I don't know. My brain is broken. <laughs> does anybody believe that it just was natural, like his appendix just burst? Because appendixes just do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um no data on that. Okay, so he, it was, we're going to say that someone beat it was him. One of, it was one of the two things. Beat him or poisoned him. Interesting. Sorry, Houdini. Yeah. Who done it? Who done it? Not Houdini. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, that pun hurt me, hurt it myself. Yeah. I, I'm sorry for everybody who had to hear that. Continue, yeah. Continue on, please. <laughs> Okay, so here's my last one. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess what the world's heaviest jack-o'-lantern weighed? 1,000. Oof. 2,350 <gasps> pounds. <gasps> 2,000? 
350? Yeah. <gasps> That's a house. Well, I've never weighed a house. I don't know. It's probably at least that. At least. Bare minimum. Yeah. A tiny house. A tiny house. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe a tiny house. I would yeah. live in the pumpkin. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So there's that. That would be cool. And that's that's the end of my spill. Hmm. I like it. I learned some things. Yeah. It was some good info. Good. Pretty stale. Pretty stale. Hey, that's okay. We like, we learned some things. (sighs) Whoa. Well, let me, hey, sleepyhead. That came in hot. Yeah, you did come in hot there. Let me punch out the Stanley Hotel. All right, spout it off. Um, the good old Stanley Hotel, for those of y'all who don't know. I did this one. I was like Halloween. Um, Perfect. Spooky. It's a spooky place. Haunting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It is in Estes Park, Colorado, which is a beautiful place to be. Um, I haven't ever been to the hotel because I don't mess with that kind of stuff. I say, you know what? I'm fine without that. I don't. I don't want to go in there. Um, but my friend, one of my best friends in eighth grade, her birthday party was like the, a sleepover at the Stanley Hotel. And I wasn't I wasn't allowed to go. Yeah, my don't Christian, invite me. Yeah, my Christian mother was like, oh, I didn't want to go. I was terrified. I was like, I don't want to go. And my mom was like, okay, I'll just say that you're not allowed. I'm pretty sure is how it went down. So Your mom was like, I got you covered. My mom came in clutch. My mom didn't let me do a lot of things. But in that moment, I was like, huh. it really paid off. Whew, yeah. Like, at least it's not like weird that she's saying I can't do it because we've laid the groundwork. Yeah. Um, so it opened in 1909 and it has 420 rooms. That's a lot. Dang. Dude, it, huh. fun fact. I just have a little fun fact to contribute to your story. Okay. Did you know The Shining movie was not filmed at the Stanley Hotel? What? Yeah, it wasn't filmed there. Wait, okay. I kind of feel like I've heard that before, but I just always assumed that it was anyways. Where was it filmed? That's a great question. Hang on, let me Google. No, I am. Stop it. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I'm the storyteller. That means you're the Googler. Glacier National Park, Montana, USA. Timberline Lodge in Oregon. Oh. <laughs> the opening. <laughs> Listen. The opening. <laughs> this is why I'm not the Googler. The opening scenes of The Shining were shot in Glacier National Park, Montana. Timberline Lodge in Oregon was used for the exterior of the Overlook Hotel. Okay. Interior scenes and some of the exterior scenes of the hotel took place at Elstree Film Studio in Borehamwood, Hertfordshire, England, UK. What? (laughs) (laughs) 
What please. the fart? <laughs> please tell me that was fake. <laughs> Do you... <laughs> please tell me that was fake. <laughs> Well, there you have it, folks. (laughs) (laughs) We're so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was going to say, you know, rolling with it. Oh, good. The hotel was owned by. Okay, we have to pull it together. (laughs) (sighs) It was so it was owned by F.O. Stanley. You know what F.O. stands for, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) F.O. And Stanley passed away in 1940. So he was there for a while. That went downhill fast. <laughs> I don't. Hey, I don't make history. I just recite it. Truth. Since his death, guests have claimed that they have seen good old Stanley, good old F O Stanley, at the reception desk, and they have heard his wife, um, which her name was Flora, okay. uh, I believe. They they've heard her tickling the ivories in the music room, so they'll just hear like nobody will be in the music room, and someone's just p- ripping on the piano. Nice. And they're like, it must be Flora. She was a musician. It gotta sense. be. It's gotta be. It has to be. Um, and there has been supposed paranormal activity reported in all the rooms, all four hundred twenty blaze rooms. Um, <laughs> like s- such things like objects moving people laughing you know the classics yeah bit um dude i think i read sorry i just listened to or read something about this i think it was jim carrey requested to stay in the most haunted room and he didn't even make it till midnight and left the hotel and went to a completely different hotel and has never stayed there since yeah i was gonna mention that but i didn't know all i didn't have all of that information so i'm glad that you brought that up but i wasn't gonna bring it up until the end Got you covered, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry for um, ruining your story. Yeah, <sighs> how dare you? Um, but yeah, like some rooms obviously have more activity. I guess the attic is also like a huge hot spot. You could not pay me to go in there. No, I don't. I have zero desire to go into this building. Yeah. Um, and like in the past couple of decades, the hotel has really leaned into the spookiness of all of it. And there have been, like, ghost hunting TV shows and all of that stuff, like, film there, paranormal, whatever. Whatever. I don't watch ghost TV shows. I don't I don't want to see them. About the Stanley Hotel is that uh, the typical haunted place, be it a castle, be it whatever, usually has a long, bloody history behind it. Like, a lot of deaths or weird deaths or horrific deaths or, like, you know, whatever. And those people come back and they're like, I'm going to spook this place up. Um, But the Stanley doesn't. So, comparatively to other hotels, it has about the same amount of deaths. Like, a completely average amount of deaths in it. But this little paranormal ghost 
expert was like, but people also go back and haunt the places that they had a lot of fun in yeah. their life. And so they chose the Stanley Hotel to go do their haunting. Which, like, I'm not haunting a hotel. No. I'm going to somewhere fun. Yeah, I'm, like, going out into the woods. and I'm doing some really spooky stuff if I was haunting anything. Yeah. Like, I want... I'm want- I want to watch people crap themselves. Same. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, maybe that's just me. But Yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's not. Too. It's me too. It's, you said me too. So it's good. Um, but so even though there's not like this insane history, the location has some trauma. In the 1920s, a gas leak led to an explosion in room 217, the famous room 217, that destroyed the second floor above the main dining hall and nearly killed the chambermaid, Elizabeth Wilson. She ultimately recovered and returned to her job, which she held until her death at age 90. Talk about retirement. Like, why was someone working all the way up to 90? Was nobody taking care of this old lady? No kidding. Maybe she's just like Mimi and Papa. People were built different back then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and our grandparents also can't not work. Yeah. There's that. Um, And she died at her home in Estes Park. And soon after, the hotel started receiving reports of a spectral chambermaid hovering and walking through closed doors in the rebuilt guest quarters. And here's what's kind of funny. Uh, Good old Elizabeth is like, she's going into the rooms where all these unmarried couples are like, you know, doing things yeah and she's like not on my watch and just shoves herself in between them and is like i'm gonna kick one of y'all out of this bed because there's only room for one she's like listen we don't need any more babies in this world get out says save room for me and for jesus all right back up i don't know how jesus would feel about that statement i don't know either good thing i'm not him we'll find out Um, one day yeah we will um and then so she also would like so i guess single men would wake up and find their bags had been packed and left outside the door (laughs) so she just like really had a thing against men she's like get out of my get out of my quarters but not married men just unmarried men she was like i don't care if you're with a woman here and you're single or if you're just single here by yourself i don't care i want you out yeah. No good. Leave. And you know what? I can't agree with that. That's pretty smart, actually. I know. She's she knows what she's doing. I'm gonna adult single men are up to no good. They are, all of them. Every single one. I, I mean as an I adult think... single female, I can say that because I'm also up to no good. I would very much prefer like lighting their underwear on fire. Or yeah, something. that'd be funny. I wouldn't and like uh so sweet i'm gonna pack your bags and put them outside so you can leave faster no like your pants are on fire you better run yeah that's what i well you know that's out quick you and i are a little more intense than apparently uh good old elizabeth wilson was apparently apparently but you know she i just think it's funny she was just trolling single men i get that that's what i would do um so good old famous room 217, which is where this gas explosion was that almost killed her. That's so Stephen King stayed there in 1974. 
And while he get this, you thought that my Belgia dream was weird. <laughs> Listen oh, to this one. Yes. Uh-huh. Spit uh, it out. He had a dream while staying there that his son was being chased down the hallways by a quote predatory possessed fire hose. <laughs> yeah. I read that and I was like, how bizarre. What the like what? Bizarrely terrifying. Like out of all of the scary things, like you literally write horror books, a freaking fire hose. Yeah. I, you know, but there it is. You know, and it's it terrifying. Is. That's a terrifying dream because it's so weird. It was probably one of Could those, you? like, even even though it's just sunny, you know, like when you're running from something in your dream and it's like your legs don't work. Like yes. You're, you're like a newborn calf and you're like, yes, I can't. That's probably what he was watching. And he was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you want to know something even freakier than this entire story? Yeah. Stephen King is married and has children. And these people go to sleep in the house with him every day and feel safe. Yeah, that's weird. Have they not read his books? What's going on in his mind? I would be like, man, you can just stay in the other room and I'll lock the door. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. I love you, but your brain. He's a normal, funny guy. He probably is, but like, he has to have some crazy brain to be able to fabricate the stories he does. Yeah. Oh, he has to. Unless he, I don't, I just don't know what, where that comes from. I can't think of scary stuff. Me either. I'm like, and then he got his electric bill and it was what, 50 bucks more than it was last month. Because <laughs> that's terrifying to me. I don't even pay bills right now. I'm, I'm literally homeless. <laughs> so there's that. Anyways. Um, but yeah, moving on. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> Let's that. Just brush past that. Stephen King. He woke up drenched in sweat, as one does after a nightmare, and he went out to the like patio and he smoked a cig. And while he was smoking the cig, it says that like by the time that he was done, the bones of The Shining, what like he had already thought of all of this. Freaking genius, man! And he was so he was staying in two seventeen. Here's the here's what's creepy too, is that at that point the hotel that was gonna be the hotel's last season. So this was in the fall, and they were gonna be open through the winter and then close. So they had like a skeleton crew, not like actual skeletons, just like a few people. Yeah, and yeah. they were when they stayed there. They were the only guests. No, that thanks. would freak me out. That's no, like thanks. base motel. First of all, you couldn't pay me enough to work there. No. No, 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 no way. And, um, yeah, so he was in that super haunted room, quote-unquote, 217. And I think that's that's the same room that Jim Carrey stayed in. So they were shooting Dumb and Dumber. And yeah. he, he couldn't even make it through. He, like, ran out in the middle of the night and was like, I'm never going back to that place ever again. Me and him both. Yeah. And it's like, you know, people are like, oh, there are people screaming and children screaming. And then at the end of the article, it was literally like, what Jim if it's Carrey. just the elk bugling in the fall? Oh. And I was like, that does sound like a child screaming if you don't know what it is. Yeah. See, yeah. So I would totally be, I would be that person who'd be like, oh my gosh, we have to leave right now. Someone's being murdered. I remember so like 
because you know i grew up in colorado i grew up in in the evergreen conifer area which evergreen has the biggest elk herd in colorado and i remember the first time i heard an elk bugling and i was like conscious of it and i was like mom i ran inside i was like mom someone's screaming down at the park like (laughs) we've got to call or something because anxious lizzie like lizzie as a child was literally on crack like so i was terrified of everything I couldn't handle any social situation at all. Let me just and, interject real quick. Uh-huh. One time, I didn't eat for like three days because I found some rat poison on top of the refrigerator and I swore my mom was poisoning me. <laughs> I was probably like five at that point. Oh my God. So yeah, I totally get crack- kids on crack because I was it, one of them. It just seriously, I literally like immediately was like, I'm dying, I'm dying. I literally would have, <laughs> I would have dreams at night of how I would say, like of my my house catching on fire and how i would save my family like it was insane. yeah no for real yeah yep. and it's like i was like six yeah just a <laughs> person just something just... that a six-year-old shouldn't have to think about or worry about at all just but it's fine save everybody I've, though. I've turned into a slightly uh imbalanced adult i can't say that i'm balanced yeah well less, less anxious than ch- child me i am a lot less anxious and i'm a lot funnier yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, I'm so funny, and then really I'm just obnoxious. I want no, to have some yeah. self-awareness. But, um, yeah, they were like, what if it's just the elk bugling? I also had that experience when we moved to Conifer. There aren't, like, any elk in Conifer. Yeah. Only, only every once in a while. They tend to stay in the evergreen area. Yeah. And I remember being outside once in the fall and hearing an elk bugle. In, in conifer and I seriously like stopped and I was like is someone screaming and it was like a very similar reaction except I was a little bit more level-headed because I think I was I was either late high school or or like sometime in college yeah and I was like no that's an elk bugling you're like freaking stupid like, and then I was like huh interesting they're out this time of year yeah out, wow. out in conifer like who knew so I can I can see I can see that, but also like I don't know, an elk isn't gonna be moving stuff or shutting doors. Correct. Or like rem- wed- wedging their body in between unmarried couples. They might. I mean, I've never seen an elk sleep in a bed before, so I don't know how they do it. That's true. I feel like you would know. They're pretty. How how big? I mean, I know how big an elk is because I've seen them, but I don't know how much they weigh. Dude. How- do you remember that time we were standing on y'all's frozen pond and those two elk ran across the pond and it like vibrated? I have no remembrance of that situation at all. I thought I was going to freaking die. And then your dad came out the back door and he was like, y'all need to get in here now. And I was like, oh God, I'm so scared. Were they males or were they females? It was two females running from a male. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I think I vaguely remember that. It was so scary. Yeah, there's some that's like the cool part of Colorado is that wildlife are like right there, but it's also kind of terrifying. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of our podcast. Or something like that. You can contact us at or something like that seven at gmail.com. Or message us on Instagram at or something like that seven. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
Um, be sure if you're listening on Apple Podcast uh, to rate and review us. We would greatly appreciate it. Tune in next week for your hearty dose of crime, conspiracy, and our cringy life stories. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> my brain was reading. <laughs> my mouth wasn't saying what I was reading. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs>